quick poll here. Who here excels in humility? Good answer. Right, because you know if you answered yes, you'd lose it immediately. The irony of the virtue of humility, you can never claim to have it. And aside from that, it also prevents you from embarrassing yourself in various social situations, like what was given in the gospel today. That you don't show up to a special meal thinking you're the guest of honor, only to be told you're not. And so there is a obvious common human wisdom in this, and uh, a necessity to practicing humility for many everyday situations. However, church tradition also lays humility as the foundational virtue for the entire spiritual life, for drawing closer to God, for growing in love of him and of neighbor. Okay, so second question, who here is really good at prayer? Good, good answer. Because again, if you said you were, that means you're not according to scripture. The catechism says this much. In fact, in the very opening paragraph on uh, prayer in the catechism, it speaks of humility, telling us only when we humbly acknowledge that we do not know how to pray as we ought, are we ready to receive freely the gift of prayer. And then quoting Augustine, Catechism says, man is a beggar before God, because that's how we have to approach God for any authentic prayer to take place. So if we're never able to know whether or not we possess humility, how can we mark any progress of growth in it, or even in growth in our prayer lives. And one tool the church's tradition gives us to help us progress in concrete ways is that of self-knowledge. Growing in self-knowledge is a key fruit of a life of prayer and humility. So there's a very human aspect of self-knowledge. It's just basic human maturity or even self-awareness, like going to that banquet, knowing your proper place. The person with proper self-knowledge knows he or she should not approach that head seat first. But self-knowledge, aided by grace, leads also to deeper knowledge and love of God, and by extension, greater love of neighbor. And also the reverse is true. So a greater knowledge of God leads to greater self-knowledge. Why is this? In a word, the incarnation. Pope John Paul II taught and this was a kind of a recurring theme throughout his pontificate. He said once that 
not only does Christ reveal the face of God the Father, but through the incarnation, Christ reveals man to himself and brings to light his most high calling. Sin has obscured our capacity to know and follow the light of truth, and that includes the full truth of who we ourselves are. And this is affirming a clear teaching from the Second Vatican Council that said in one of its more famous statements that it is only in the mystery of the word made flesh that the mystery of man truly becomes clear. This should be good news, great news to everybody because it means concretely, practically, that I'm not left on my own to discover or even create my own unique identity. God created each of us from the moment of conception as unique, unrepeatable, and a gift to the world. God sent his son to reveal this and to add further to that incredible dignity. This teaching confirms the words of St. Teresa of Avila, the great doctor of the church, master of the spiritual life. In her book, The Interior Castle, she speaks extensively about the beauty and the dignity of the human soul, because that's where the image of God resides. And she says at one point in the book, the soul of the just person is nothing else but a paradise where the Lord says he finds his delight. And this also makes sense, confirms the great phrase of Pope Leo the Great from the fifth century, his famous Christmas sermon, where he says, Christian, remember your dignity. It all comes back to humility, knowing that I am not self-made, that I cannot fully know myself and my own dignity without Christ, and that I am a beggar before God. And if I place myself at the lowest seat before God, he will be pleased to raise me to a place of honor. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, but the one who humbles himself will be exalted. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.